See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, you can currently stream Perfect Blue through the Shutter app or rent it wherever you can rent movies. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to See It or Screw It. My name's TJ Davis, he, him, pronouns, alongside... Uh, I'm Emily Schick. Uh, my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are he and him. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. My pronouns are he and him. Still, and still well, doing tech support live on the air. This is woo! very embarrassing for me. <laughs> uh, nobody would have known that if you didn't tell them. Uh, <laughs> and this is our first episode of Shocktober, the 1997 movie. Uh, perfect blue. I don't know why I didn't keep on. Wow, that, that voice. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a 1997 psychological horror movie directed by Satoshi Khan in his uh, first directorial role. Uh, we'll we'll get into you got Satoshi the psychological Khan horror part, right? Jesus Christ! Oh, oh God, yeah, no. absolutely. It, like, all right. Um. Here, I'm going to use the description. I should have fucking pulled this up already, but I'm going to use the description. Yeah, I'm from, trying to figure uh, out what's from Shudder of Perfect Blue from 1997, directed by Satoshi Khan, is about a rising pop star named Mima who has quit singing to pursue a career as an actress and model, but her fans aren't ready to see her go. Encouraged by her managers, Mima takes on a recurring role on a popular TV show when suddenly her handlers and collaborators begin turning up murdered. Harboring feelings of guilt and haunted by visions of her former self, Mima's reality and fantasy blend into a frenzied paranoia. As her stalker closes in, in person and online, the threat he poses is more real than even Mima knows. In this iconic psychological thriller that has frequently been hailed as one of the most important animated films of all time. Bam, that's from Shudder. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely inaccurate, but yeah, like certain things are not the way I would describe them, but like whatever. Yeah, certain things are not the way I would describe them in that, but like, hey, it's it's an adequate description of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just straight off, I love how the um, cover art for Perfect Blue is very blue tones, as you would expect. Yeah. And there is like no fucking blue in the majority of this movie. Yeah, I kind no, of after, afterwards. Calming, I, I wouldn't say this movie was fucking calming. I mean, it, yeah. Well, I looked up afterwards of like, why is this movie called Perfect Blue? And I guess it's based off of a book that was called Perfect Blue. Uh, but like, manga. whatever. But the writer of this movie even admits that, like, yeah, probably whatever reference that book made to it, because like he was actually not basing it off the book, but rather the screenplay of the book, which he thought was terrible and completely rewrote. So mm -hmm. like, any reference as to why this is called Perfect Blue is pretty much lost like i was thought well, there might be something lost in translation but near as i could tell not so much not one of the other much. things i thought was interesting was that i guess i mean i watched the subbed version but uh i guess in the in dubbed versions the main character is referred to as ruby which is an interesting choice but uh, Ruby's oh that low. actually does make an interesting mm -hmm. choice given how many red tones are throughout the film yeah 
Um, I just found it funny that when Satoshi Khan was like, I want to make this, but I hate the script they gave me. Um, he was told by the original writer of the manga that the only things you need to keep in it are she's a B-list pop idol that becomes an actress. She has a stalker and oh, fuck something else. And, and, was, the, and it should be violent. I think was the third thing. Yeah. And, and it had to be yeah. a horror. That's what it was. It had to be yeah. a horror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, fucking, I don't know where I want to start with this one. Well, let's start with Satoshi Khan. Cause like, that's a dude who I wish didn't die of pancreatic cancer in 2010 at the age of 46, because I fucking love like his entire catalog. But like, I'm also a person who really loves like blurring the lines between fiction and reality. Uh, like that is a theme that I really enjoy. Like same thing with like unreliable mm-hmm. narrator. Like, did she actually kill one of those dudes or was that just her dreaming? She killed one of those dudes when he died but like, uh, yeah, no, there, there's some fun stuff in here. But like, yeah. he does the same. He does similar things in like Millennium Actress, um, fucking Paprika, to- like definitely Paprika, Tokyo Godfathers to a lesser extent, but definitely also, uh, fucking Paranoia Agent. Like Paranoia Agent is very similar to like a series idea of this slightly changed but yeah satoshi khan if you haven't checked out his shit check out his shit according to tj according to me and i mean he's if you like black swan you're gonna love this i will say that well that's another thing Mm. i wanted to dip into is like how much of black swan as much as aronofsky says it wasn't oh it's a total fucking rip yeah absolutely And yeah. especially since uh, fucking the bathtub scene in mm-hmm. Requiem it is like pretty much directly shot for shot. lifted yeah. from this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised if I'm going to do another thing and I'm going to put a color in it and it's going to be pretty much the same thing, but not exactly the same thing. Because yeah. that feels like Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Though I do want to see the whale. I don't know. Aronofsky but, but, is a very inconsistent filmmaker. Oh, absolutely. But I love yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And I love that Brendan Fraser is getting like a new renaissance. Yeah, I'm excited for him, especially after he got blackballed and all that shit. Yeah. yeah like absolutely. that is oh, no exciting. Well, I mean, my understanding was it was just a extremely messy divorce similar to Dave Foley's situation, which his yes. settlement was based off of his mummy salary instead of like looking at the fact that that was not a sustainable salary. <laughs> so yeah. Isn't it awful that he got blackballed for uh pointing out that he had been sexually assaulted by Philip Burke? That oh. is the main reason he yeah. got blackballed. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, maybe we should talk about the movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, Our two main characters are Mima, who is this, you know, young pop idol who wants to become an actress and her primary manager, Rumi or Ruby. Uh, That was a complaint with like the Japanese subs versus the dubs is she is saying, excuse me, who are you? Which is a more fitting line for what she's saying as like a repeated theme throughout it. 
instead of just who are you? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, Personal I preference. Mean, yeah. No. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Is is the I, I was like when you said at the primary characters, I'm like, I, I guess, but it's really it's just about her and her reflection and her persona um, and also just kind of how both her manager and the larger audience um, and, you know, other people just sort of see that persona of like how what direction do we want to take this persona in? Do we want to retain uh, keep it as the kind of sweet innocent pop star or are we gonna take it to extremes with what it takes to be respected as an actress because i mean like the whole thing kind of paints everything she does as an actress is degrading but like it's also just sort of like how much of it is her own agency and how much of it is being put on her by um by her handlers and then it's also just uh like one of the things i think is most interesting about this film I, like you had mentioned the unreliable narrator but i also think it's just sort of the point of view that we're supposed to have um because as you know it's it's very difficult to sort of know which version of mimi we're we're supposed to be identifying with it frequently because it's like she'll do things and then she'll say, and then she'll kind of lack confidence in them. So you're mm-hmm. constantly questioning how much she wanted to do them. So. And like, <clears throat> but I feel like, especially, you know, at the time and shit, I think this shit's still fucking applicable now in our it's like Instagram influencer. Um, yeah. I age. mean, the only thing that really feels particularly dated is the whole, uh, what's the internet? <laughs> yeah. What's so, the oh internet? my God. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> and like yeah. being a fucking website hosted by AngelNet that she was accessing through Netscape Navigator. I know. Netscape yeah. Like, Navigator. Yeah, that took me back. Uh, yeah, Netscape Navigator box. definitely took me back, especially because they were even using like the old like because uh, they updated their their look before Netscape completely crashed and burned. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I mean, Netscape lasted for like another decade after this. They didn't like and totally crash Firefox, and burn to yeah. like yeah. Well, I mean, eight. Yeah, it became Firefox. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm a I will Chrome never use kid. Chrome. Dude. I will never use Chrome. Yeah. I will never use Chrome. <laughs> I mean, Chrome, I don't know. You're doing oh tech data. support, so if you're doing any sort of online tech support, it's like, well, you we have to see what it looks like in, in at least Chrome, and unfortunately, so Explorer, I, I but... I'll go a little inside baseball here. So, <laughs> my fiance teaches CCD. For those of you who are Catholic, yep. and had to go to CCD. Uh, she teaches it uh, down in Old City. Yay! And she's trying to use her iPad, my iPad, actually. To display to the CCD kids her feature presentation on who Jesus was, but couldn't couldn't figure out why the iPad, of course, had no outputs or dongles or anything. <laughs> I was like, I think I can get it to work by like hooking it up to USB and then running it off that. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know if that's possible. I have no idea, man. Uh, does um... the projector have like a well a Chromecast? It's too, li- it's too late now. Oh. Uh, who knows how is it too late we're recording this on a monday (laughs) listen man because she's not responding to my text i assume because she's teaching the children uh 
Eh, overrated. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, back you to Perfect Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, like, because that's the thing. And, you know, I mean, that, like, I think the one of the main things that's of constant questioning is does the stalker character exist has she created it and is the stalker character the man that we've been shown frequently um so oh you're questioning if it's like a men's situation where Mm -hmm. like all you ever see is that one person who is in Mm. travel right like i mean that it's really very interesting that that i don't think he's given a voice actor until very late in the film Oh, yeah. yeah. He only has one sequence where he speaks and his voice is like high and squeaky, which is kind of hilarious. There's also only one scene where we see both of his eyes. Yeah. Which is then also interesting that um, Rumi is blinding these people in her like murders because like the writer has both of his eyes stabbed out. The yeah, other manager has both of mm-hmm. his eyes mm-hmm. stabbed out. Yeah. The stalker only has one of his eyes stabbed out because he was supposed to be like her protector, but also tried yeah. to rape her. Well, I mean, because the, as the other thing right, is, right, that right. I thought was interesting is that the stalker is pretty frequently shown with like the other, th- with like the three civilians who are kind of commenting on what's going on with her. So we're just kind of like, and they are kind of just a, how people are talking about her in the outside world surrogates. Mm-hmm. So it's also just sort of like, like, like since they're clearly kind of surrogates for like a larger audience for her, like, is he a surrogate for a larger or character or is he a, an individual is something that I think that the early parts of the film really play with. I mean, like that's one of the things that is interesting. And one of the things that I really like about this film is that I do think it wraps things up in a way that, at least gives you something that feels cohesive though. Yeah. Oh, it's very ambiguous um, getting there. So it yeah, is I've, fairly, I've, it, sorry, go ahead. Em. Yeah. I was going to say it's, I, it's clearly meant to be like, you're, you're meant to be questioning what the hell's going on like the entire time. But yeah, I think it wraps it up at like somewhat, but it's telling that it still leaves you with the question of like, was this person even real? Or like, and do they, you know, if so, are they just sort of a stand in for a bunch of other people? Because like, I personally would say the answer to, you know, is he real or is he a stand in is kind of both. Yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah. And like, it's, it's very interesting that like, you know, once, you know, Rumi loses her shit, like, it's the two of them communicating that causes him to finally act. Mm. Yeah, really well, because point. she is the one who, like, preys on his obsession. But, like, I like so for me, I really, I had not thought about it like that before. Because initially, I, I just sort of have always gotten, like, Hitchcockian vibes from this movie. In terms of, like, you know, the use of angle um, and fucking, well, color instead of light and dark. But, like you guys talking about that gives me a little more Lynchian vibe of like, you know, sheer questioning of reality. And like, is this, is this real? Is this imagined by me? 
I mean, I think we get a fairly decent wrap up with its ending, and the ending yeah. is another thing that sure. I'm going to want to talk about because I just well, I, I, mean, I, love, I, th- like, I think there's a I lot love of the direction. <laughs> I also yeah, think I, it's really interesting as a kind of study in power and the struggle, mm-hmm. sort of the reverse, the the weird struggles for power that you know between her and her stock, between like her and herself, sort of deal mm-hmm. is very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like there's a lot of, like, duality that's present in this film um, in terms of, like, obviously she's talking to her reflection a lot, but, you know, I I think it's important that, you know, her former group is reduced to two members who are mostly kind of a monolith, but it's, it's, you know, there's a pair there. She has two different managers who kind of, like, represent different points of view, Um, and and it's just, like, it's constantly that at... she's kind of like you see two different competing points of view in most of the conversations that she has um that you know just heightens kind of the confusion of what the hell's going on because mm-hmm. as i don't think that this this really spoon feeds you necessarily which viewpoint is right um which is unsettling in many instances so yeah i mean i actually find that whole uh duality bit interesting because i think it's a a not inaccurate way to depict someone having a mental break because of, you know, stress and, and trauma, because, you know, while she may ultimately feel, you know, end up in a good place, like the, the stuff that she's going through as an actress is the reason that she starts like manifesting that other part of herself because she's, got a lot of conflicting emotions and like yeah she's essentially having a bit of a mental break i mean she clearly doesn't like lose it completely but it's like yeah this feels this feels pretty accurate well i mean uh, the other thing is i wondered how much of this is her preparing for the role how much of this is the role and how much is she actually experiencing so you know yeah i mean and i think that i think it doesn't make it entirely clear which again i think is definitely a strong point in favor of this movie but i i would say that like the seeing herself you know her essentially other self the pop idol version of herself is almost entirely in her head until you get to the end um so is it (laughs) no it is like it's 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 um i i think that it's been fairly confirmed that it is well, I mean, yeah, like no. the big question for me would be who killed the photographer? Because is that Rumi or is that Mima? I mean, I... Mima finds the clothes in the bag from the shop that she didn't go to. Well, but she's shown going to that that shop in a different scene. Like, I, you well, know, no, no, we, we see a shot of her reading from right. Mima's room. And she's imagining herself And she's imagining, there. but that's the thing, is there's which so is much... Which is why, like, at the how end How much of is that... this imagination? How much is this something that happened just shown out of order? Um, and, you know, I mean, there is the notion Unreliable of, narrator. Unreliable <laughs> narrator, and, and also, oh, like, I think it's not unreasonable to think that those clothes would be planted there as opposed to her actually doing it. And we never get an answer to that. So. No, we never get an answer to that. Like I, I leaned in the direction of Rumi did it and like planted yes. them there because that's Rumi what I clearly that's has definitely the key to the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the way I would lean, especially because, you know, the like Mima pop idol version of, you know, personality that Rumi has might be is clearly 
trying to punish the real Mima, and it I don't know if that's like a like ki- kind of that personality's way of saying fuck you, maybe a little bit. So I had forgotten the line and actually just picked up on it on my second rewatch before we started recording. Um, that me that Rumi was an ex pop idol. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's established mm-hmm. pretty early on. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a one off line that's never mentioned again, and no, like pretty significant to the ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually it's mentioned very significant to the ending. Yeah, which is like why I like. I feel I, I feel it like it's brought up a couple once. times. Like, like I think one... it, I think it is okay. brought up a couple times. I feel like the yeah. other manager kind of points out that it's just like like you times aren't how she's they biased used to be based on that. Yeah, that it's just like she got too old to do it anymore, and yeah. you know. So and she saw herself in right Mima and yeah. just gained well I like, mean like really really this is, this is yet of... another remake of All About Eve so <laughs> I don't know All About Eve yeah <laughs> young ingenue actress is uh becomes more popular than the than an aging actress and ultimately starts getting her roles and it's been remade like four or five different times mm-hmm. that oh. gets remade mm-hmm. pretty much every 15 years like clockwork so i feel like i've seen that movie before but yeah what the best known Eve, the yeah. best known one i think has Catherine hepburn in it so mm-hmm. yeah okay all right rad so hey movie recommendations come from the no, movie it's review. not a recommendation I'm oh, not a it's not a recommendation well, of course you're not wow <laughs> hey, that's Catherine hepburn. she sucks <laughs> i hate Catherine hepburn that's amazing <laughs> you should lead with that. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn is Murphy, amazing. Catherine Hepburn. Hepburn is awful. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan is uh, has a very unique take on things. <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm so curious to see what we what we end up falling on the verdicts on this because I feel like I'm going to have a different opinion than everyone else. But we'll see. Oh, I feel like you're probably going too. to, because. Um, yeah, I mean, we're only twenty minutes in. Oh, fucking! It feels like we're already scraping for time. No, um, I mean, it's it's just it's such a weird movie to talk about because it's, it's just very hard because so about, much yeah. of it is kind of a really odd structure of terms of like because this this is one of the better films that I've seen in terms of of its use of unreliable narrator because it really does kind of you know inhabit the entire film um mm-hmm. and like like it's really interesting like especially well i think both the the very beginning of the film you have a sequence that takes place that like cuts between her running errands and her performing her final pop show and yes and it doesn't really establish that these two scenes are taking that you know her running errands is taking place after she's her final pop show um it doesn't establish that until later so you can't really tell if she's fantasizing about being the pop star or if this is just you know what it is of of just sort of two scenes that take place during different timelines uh or later in the timeline you know um so that was an interesting like but the the other one is there are scenes especially near the end that just repeat with slightly different information um Mm. In terms of like, I, I think the best is it, like, I, I they'll frequently like show clips of like the show that she's working on, and it's just like 
then they'll pull back to establish that's the show that she's working on, which contextually you can kind of tell, but I think that there's one instance in which she uses her real name instead of her character's name, which yeah. is very uh, jarring. Um, well, with again, her in the hospital to... that yeah. Rumi is in at the end of the movie, admitting that, you know, I'm yeah. an actress named uh, Nima, whatever. But yeah, well, no, and that's the, I, that's... I actually found that interesting. And then like it essentially repeated that entire scene, but slightly different as her as the actress. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's also a question in the hospital of her observing. Yeah. Uh, Rumi in the hospital. Yeah. I'm also thinking that it's possible some of the scenes that are presented as if she's Nini could actually be Rumi in a psychotic break um i think most notably is when she gets hit by the truck is mm -hmm. like that's a sequence that like it was foreshadowed in a dream for, yeah well I mean, that, yeah, she, like but it's not like really a like you can't really tell what's going on and then you're like i guess it's a dream and then later on in the movie she gets hit by a truck and it's like interesting um but it's also like and that sequence is also like she mistakes the headlights for stage lights and you can kind of see different viewpoints in turn because i mean that's the other thing that's really interesting is how it flips at the end of all of a sudden while we've been questioning mimi's sanity pretty much the entire film then it flips to questioning Rumi's sanity for mm -hmm. like pretty much the last 10 minutes um so i have to say i mean that's one of the things i i find so compelling about this movie is just how this movie has you constantly questioning your own perception, the character's perception of sure. things. And, you know, it, it like, even when it sort of wraps stuff up for you and kind of goes, okay, this is what reality is. And you can kind of, you know, figure out the rest based on that. Like you're still like, it doesn't give you such concrete answers that you're not still questioning. Like, I think that that's, it's it's not even just you know the violent parts of it because oh boy the violent parts of it but like there oh are like it's it's the psychological stuff that is just like it, it's funny how it almost makes you question your own perception of reality and i feel like that's why i wonder if that's part of why it sticks with so many people yeah i would think so yeah i think so yeah i mean it's it's like wow it's uh Mindfuck? Yeah, it is a mindfuck. It's an mind absolute mindfuck. But like in a good way, mostly? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think totally in a good way. Again, yeah. if you like this, check out the rest of his catalog of work. It's not and that there's just a, and, and there's a lot of symbolism in this movie that's kind of interesting. Like the, you know, kind of in that, that the very end of the movie where you have, you know, the, like there's distinct shots of you know Mima in the car and looking into the rearview mirror so like it's kind of you know I think it's trying to say like the that her struggles with you know the her mental break are in the rearview mirror and then you have Rumi facing a mirror when you see her in the hospital and right. like it like mm -hmm. so her her mental struggles are you know continuing so it's like you know they're on opposite trajectories at this point 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of use of reflections, um, which, you know, that's one of the things that's always interesting is because like reflections are a pain in the ass to deal with in film. So mm -hmm. generally speaking, if people are using them, it's for a reason um, yeah. because it's very difficult to hide equipment. Or in this case, it means that you're going to have to draw things extra times like you can pretty easily cheat. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Awesome. My shit crapped out there for a minute. Oh, good. <laughs> so we'll see how this one hashes out. Well. Okay. Fun times. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We are scraping here. You can say, audience members, please give us money so TJ can buy a new fucking computer. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's the issue. Um, well, I hope great. that's not fucking the issue. great. Um, <laughs> no. But no, I wanted to say, like, I, I don't know if it was mentioned already, because, again, my shit crapped out for a minute. But I love, like, a lot of that end sequence of, like, you have perception, reality, but using the reality as the mirror during that final chase. Yeah. And no, seeing, like, Rumi be reflected and just, like, haggard and huffing while you have, like, that, you know, quote-unquote perfect version of Mima like just skipping along like she's that fucking top mm -hmm. hat guy from that one episode of cowboy bebop oh yeah you know yeah. what i'm talking about <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure there are other examples but yeah, yeah. Uh, well it's just one of those ones that immediately draws to me when it comes to like that hop skip sort of mm -hmm. movement oh sure um but yeah, I love like the reflection there. And, you know, then the reverse of that, like Emily was saying earlier, with the like the last we see of Mima is her eyes in the rearview mirror, as if like she is able to hopefully get past this and not be horribly traumatized. But... Yeah, no, I mean like I the I think the flat interpretation of that ending is is that, you know, she sees her own reflection, says that she's herself confidently, and we're meant to accept that at value instead of, you know, that it's some sort of delusion. Like mm -hmm. I think that whole hospital sequence at the end is very much like this is what her actual reality is. And it's one of the few times we actually see that because everything else is kind of skewed <laughs> through someone else's perception of her or her warped perception of what's going on and we can't really tell i mean especially i mean you know so much of it is through the emails that she or the website diary that's you know creating this artificial life. blog yeah mm -hmm. no yeah. i could definitely see that as well Man, that's such a more depressing ending. Of oh, course, yeah. you you read that one. What the <laughs> really boring one? The really yeah. boring one that she's successful. And like that, I feel like is a fair. Like I definitely think that you could make it out that like because so much of this is uh, her delusion that she's somehow still delusional. Maybe that she's just the reflection looking back at what's going on around. But like, I don't know if we actually can tell that. So, and I don't think there's much to support that. We like giving yeah. protagonists happy endings sometimes. I like giving my protagonist a happy ending sometimes. <laughs> Do you, know. though? Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like I 
yeah, I don't know if we've done the cabin in the woods yet, but you're one of the few people who thinks that demon hand coming out of the end and killing everyone is good. So, uh, in terms of ending my suffering with that moving, yeah, <laughs> it is good. As a good, oh, good. good. I'm not the only one who like... thinks that movie's overrated. Yay! All right, fuck you guys. Now we're definitely gonna do cabin in the woods. I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna put it, but we are definitely doing cabin in the woods in the future. I was gonna say I don't think I dislike Maybe it. Maybe next October. Oh god, I don't think I dislike it as much as the. the I just uh, think it's overrated. It's not that I hate it. It's you just think like everything's it's, overrated. It's, yeah, you do think everything's overrated, but like I agree with Liam, and Liam and I are reasonable. I think it's kind of overrated. I don't dislike it, but I is I do think it's kind of overrated. Yeah, I mean it's, All right, it's the so Truman I guess Show, but a horror for, film. Yeah, it's the Truman Show, but oh a horror god, film. Oh my god, it's an examination of the horror genre from a filmmaking perspective. Look at me, my name is TJ. <laughs> <laughs> shit man that oh, was a wow, spot that's a, that's on a, impersonation <laughs> i know right <laughs> that Almost was not like me, me folks this is the real tj or i'm tj it? and i'm the biggest idiot ever <laughs> oh, only the second biggest idiot ever <laughs> mm. To be fair, we're on a podcast with him, so you're on yeah. a new podcast with him. So well, we, yeah, idiots are entertaining. So, <laughs> yeah, that's Agreed. what I'm here for, folks. I'm the color commentator. Yeah, he's there to get the like the football to the dick. Mm. Oh, that ugh. sure was a muddy pickle. Yeah. Oh, we could do an American pickle. That fucking horrible movie with Seth Rogen. I'm going to make y'all watch. Oh God. Oh God. Is that is yeah. that our next yeah. personal pick that we end up doing? Yeah, yeah. That, if that's we're, if we're suffering, pick, we're all American suffering together. Pickle. All right. Uh, all right. Cool. I just gotta find. I, I, I'm just looking for that that golden movie that I love and TJ hates. I, I I want to know if it exists. I want to know if it exists because what I'm the not fuck movie are you talking about? Is the one with Matthew McConaughey? Like I can find movies that I like better than TJ, but that's not no, the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Dan's Dan's goal is to ultimately find something that I hate that he loves. Yeah, that we talk about on here, and I, I don't know if it exists. Yeah, I think I can find something I love that you're like meh, but that's about the best I can do. About the best. I, I wish you luck in your quest, my friend. <laughs> um, once you succeed your quest, then you shall become king of. See it or screw it. Oh, I don't. Then, want then you can finally yes, coup me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But that's that's to say that Dan will never do it because no, I don't no, think the movie no, it's, exists. It's, it's like high fiving TJ. It's just something you don't do. I I feel like I don't know schlocky uh like romantic comedy might be a good way to go, but the problem is is it has Fair to be something up. you like. Oh, let's watch Maid problems. of Honor. That's a great fucking movie. What movie? Patrick Dempsey's in it. She goes to Scotland. It's a terrible movie. Megan or whatever. Which movie? My... Oh yeah, Maid of Honor. Maid of That's Honor. Yeah, yeah. I fucking I love movie. that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Michelle Monaghan. On a hand, who knows? Let's do it. Yeah, I I, I don't think we're gonna Watch do that DJ anytime end up soon. Loving but it. if you want to make that a, a personal pick, it's an option. It's just gender swapped my best friend's wedding. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah let's let's I, I want i want to do gender swapped versions of of romantic films that wouldn't work if they swapped the genders i mean like let me tell you about Mace of like Honor. obvious one but like <laughs> um we're gonna do that as a needless remake at some point because we're gonna Which do one? overboard oh okay you may know the director from city slickers 2 the legend of curly's gold uh <laughs> 
Same director. Horrible fucking movie, and I love it. Let's do this. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, we are super off topic, and we only thirty-five minutes topic. in. So I'm just gonna say, fuck it. Let, let's let's uh, yeah, let's get to verdicts. I feel really bad that we couldn't talk about this movie more. It's a hard we, movie to talk about. Dude. It is a hard movie to talk about. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm going to start off with my verdict this time because I haven't started. I fucking love this movie. I still fucking love this movie. I think that it is a very attractive and interesting story and it plays into certain themes that I myself really like in fiction of like playing between, you know, dream versus reality. I think it's rad. I still love it. I still say it's a hard see it. Like a hard see it. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I don't want to do this. Uh, but uh, yeah, you you should probably see this fucking movie. Uh, you should not take shrooms before you see this movie. <laughs> no, that sounds yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. going to have it, a bad time. I don't time. know if it's like a definitely see it for me. Uh, but it's, it's see it enough to sort of nudge it over the edge. Also, yeah, I find it funny sense. that this is our first foreign language film, and yes. I chose an anime. Push. Well, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I'll, I'll be through animal I, taste and shit. Yeah, if we get to my picks, I'm sure a lot of them will be a uh, foreign. I films, bet they so. fucking will, Dan. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, did you want to? Did you want to have a film class? Oh, it's while, incomprehensible. While Thank God. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like some fucking French art house shit. Oh, man, like, this I, makes I, like, no I, sense. Why is every movie got an orgy in it? At some point, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I swear, everything important is said in English. What do you mean the film's almost entirely in German? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh man, we're all our own special brand of fucked up, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I really can't wait to hear that because my shit crapped out for another minute there. Okay, oh, great. good. I was just uh, recommending watching Victoria without subtitles because I think it's doable. What the oh, fuck? Oh, absolutely doable. No, that's a Dan's pick on there. Yeah, I bet it's Dan's pick. Are you, are you fucking listening to yourself? <laughs> oh, but I like that one. I think yeah, it's a movie that yeah, works. It's a deal. movie that works. Actually, yeah, I think it works one. better without understanding. It works better if you don't know on. what's happening. That's terrific. Yes. That's terrific <laughs> advice. Yeah, that's Absolutely great. That's fucking a plus movie watching advice. <laughs> hey, dickheads. <laughs> and like, maybe you get an advantage by knowing German or um, Spanish in theory. Spanish, yeah. Oh my god. I, uh, but. no no um uh, yeah no that's a good one i like that yeah one. no the main characters are german and spanish and only can communicate to each other in english it works mm-hmm. uh, i, I like hate I... you so much yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know liam it might have just ended up being the two of us it's so <laughs> Going back to my verdict on this movie, I'm still a I'm a see it on this movie. Like I actually find that this does it's a really good 
like psychological thriller, I think that it does a really good job of keeping you off balance and like even leaving you with lingering questions about, you know, which am is, I even interpreting this correctly? Which is what psychological thrillers should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I think Absolutely. it's an effective psychological thriller. And I think that it actually does some things that it would be much more difficult to do with live action. Like I think that it sure. it, it apparently is this a was good supposed to be Apparently, this is supposed to be a live originally action movie, a live action, and then yeah. they made a live action one in like two thousand two that exists nowhere. I mean, it's yeah. doable in live action, but there are definitely um, the stuff that you want to do with reflections is very difficult. Yeah, um, like the technology only really got there in the past few years. Um, oh, I think yeah, absolutely, you could do that now. Have you have yeah. you seen Last Night in Soho yet? Oh, that's a good yes. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking like Orphan Black clearly makes it obvious that you can do it. But like, um, anyway, I mean, should I give my verdict? Because yes. like, yeah, I'm a very I'm a curious. See, I'm a see it too. I mean, I definitely like. I think this is really good. But what? Whoa! Of course. <laughs> like this movie is weird as shit, but it's great. Um, like I, I just, I, I really like how it plays with the unreliable narrative. I think it deals with a lot of unsettling and comfortable themes um especially in the beginning which really puts you on edge um i kind of i don't know i i kind of wish there was almost more ambiguity when they finally resolve the stalker plot but i don't know how you get a satisfying ending if you don't do it that way so um i can see that yeah because i as i feel like i want more ambiguity of whether or not she's crazy um and ultimately i think it says well there is a she might be crazy but there is an actual killer out there so um yeah so but yeah no i mean i i definitely liked it um it's just it's it's such a tricky film to recommend to people because it's like do you like being super uncomfortable and awkward i'll buy that i'll buy that (laughs) it's like as like it's almost like a self character study for you, the viewer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I don't think a lot oh. of people want to like watch a movie like that. But I mean, you, a so lot of if, people don't want to admit that like, you don't want to examine yourself. It fucking sucks. That's why I'm in therapy. It fucking sucks. No, I yeah. mean, like, and and a lot of it, and I mean, this is one of the things that's really interesting about the fact that it's animated. Is a lot of it is like, is it degrading some of the things that she's doing to prove herself as an actress and it's just like by making it animated it kind of breaks down that layer a little bit more because like this is drawings this isn't a person who was actually asked to do this which is one of the advantages that has as an animated film but it's still something that can be there and it's still something that a lot of women are asked to take on roles to be taken seriously as an actress that like could be viewed as potentially integrating to accept that role. So it's, sure. it's interesting. I mean, there are several, uh, there are several actresses who have been pressured into those places. I mean, mm-hmm. I still find it the weirdest one with like fucking um, American beauty where Thora Birch was like 17. So her parents oh, had yeah. to be on set during her top. Fucking, uh, and her dad is dogs, weird and creepy. First straw dogs, and yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, like, and that's cool. Everything sucks. Uh, Yeah, everything sucks. (laughs) If you want to watch this in live action, I guess watch Irreversible or Black Um, Swan. Or or Black Swan. Uh, I'm coming for you, Aronofsky. All right. So, 
hey guys, why did why don't you pitch your stuff on this depressing ending? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all like this movie, and now we hate ourselves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good flick. It's it's one of the it, again. You're right. Yeah, it's though. a it's good movie, like, but like it's yeah, hard it to recommend. Feel good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make yeah. it feel good. It's kind of like good. I recently watched Lamb. And that's something to maybe talk about at some other time. It's a move, but like that's another one that it's like impossible to recommend to anybody, but it's a really good film. And that's yeah. sort of like, I guess, our collective takeaway on Perfect Blue is like it's a really good film, but it's hard to recommend. Yeah. yeah. Like your mom's not going to have a good time watching this. Oh, good lord, no. And my mom is a film lady. You know how young I was when I saw Psycho for the first fucking time? That's kind of neither here nor there. Rad. I once got my grandmother to watch Pink Floyd's The Wall. I love that movie. I love that movie. We're going to talk about (laughs) that at some point. That's going to be in our musical. Uh, Listen to 10,000 Losses. Listen to Well, There's Your Problem. Listen to Lions Led by Donkeys. Read Dan's webcomic about abortion. Did I have that yep. right? Yep. <laughs> Listen to New England Beer Reviews. Dan, what's your webcomic called? Oh, with Fetus. With Fetus.com. It's not hey, currently yeah. about abortion. No, I right now it's currently it's it's a side story that's completely unrelated. Um, and I don't update very frequently because I gotta work out how to get the most recent version of Clip Studio to actually do un, un, non-aliased lines in color, which is the stupidest thing in the world, but, like, whatever. Half the time, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Uh, <laughs> we wish you yeah. luck, Jan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we've been see it or screw it. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, you can give us money at patreon.com backslash see it or screw it. Or, no, backslash S-I-O-S-I. There yeah. we go. Yeah, you, you'll know it when you find it. Uh, I still yeah, I edit that to make yeah. sure it's accurate, but yeah, yeah, I should I should double check that. Um, <laughs> radio edit. Uh, but yeah, anyone with a last word on Perfect Blue? This is better than Black Swan. All right, let's go. Oh yeah, wait, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bye. 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 bye.